record has been hit. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, we're recording now. I see the hey, right uh, do you feel the the energy? No, I'm getting the hang of this stuff now. It's like I can see the red thing. When the red thing mm. goes on, I know you're recording. You're just, you're just showing off. <laughs> I know. I'm getting really technologically savvy. Oh, yes. I'm getting um, te- technological-fied. You got to... Uh, we're 30 seconds in at this point. You got to yell at me. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mike, are you going to do the intro, <laughs> dirty jerk? Do people know that we're doing that on purpose at this point? It still seemed like genuine, but I don't know. But you should definitely do an intro. Like, all at any rate, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe I've Said Too Much, the spoiler-free comic book movie of Internet Podcast. My name is Mike, and I am your host on this whirlwind adventure of God knows what we do every week. week. And I am joined, as always, by our good friends, Izzy Swan, of all things, the purveyor, the soothsayer of all things, IzzySwan.com, as well as the soon-to-be-welcome-to-the-world Swan Dive Studios, and our good friend, Joel Crawford, of the Missing Digit Woodshop, and... Since you just can't pack enough meat into the room, we have a special guest joining us today. Um, Izzy, would you like to introduce yeah, the man I, since with, he's sitting, sitting right on your lap as we record? He, yeah, well, shh. He's sitting right next to me. Right wink. next to me being on your lap. Wink. <laughs> um, I am joined, we are joined tonight by my good friend, um, Kyle of Chase and Makes. And Kyle's a content producer. He has a Instagram channel, a YouTube channel, and... Bless his heart, he's been up here for the last week helping out at the at the Swan Dive Studios and kicking butt, I might add. We got the uh, video studio up, thanks to Kyle. We got the photo studio done, thanks to Kyle. We've been busting out some orders for some stuff, thanks to Kyle's help. So it's been a, it's Did been he a bring good. the nails for your nail gun? No, I bought those. Oh, because you use a lot of those. Really? I did. I don't think I use enough. Apparently, I, I'm, I'm mistaken or misguided. Fair. Yeah, we, we, we'll talk a little bit about that later. No, we're going to skip right over that. I want people yeah. to wonder what the hell I mean. But, um, oh, well, okay. Kyle, say hello. No. You're just... Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have that hand up your back for nothing. You... No, no. What's going I mean, on, guys? Yeah, sorry, Kyle, if you were hoping to get any increase in subscribers or followers, but uh, we just don't have that kind of reach. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> so, I mean, half your audience is already listening. That's me, so... Yeah, that's probably true. You're one of the seven. Actually, we're up to 14 now, aren't we? Isn't that uh, 19, I think. 19? Jesus. I know. Yeah, the rest is going to start asking questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, how do you plan that. to lose this much money year over year? <laughs> I love that that 19 people download our show 20,000 times every every week. Know, so that's, right? that's amazing. <laughs> it's, hey. They're very devoted. One day we'll have reclaimed audio numbers, and then we'll just have to shut it down. Oh yes, of course we can. Well, we'll just, you know, we got to go out on top. I'm, I'm not. A, I don't want to to coast out of existence. When we hit, you know, that magic number, I want to be like, yep, that's it. All right, boy, like Seinfeld. Can we yeah. just? But can we stop recording? I mean, can we stop? But I still want to hang out with you guys. Can we still do this once a week and just not? Oh yeah, I'll record Absolutely. it. We'll just yeah. I mean, I'm sure we could probably get some group of suckers that like you know we don't we don't release this anymore, but for. 1995 <laughs> per episode act well, now at, at least kyle we know kyle will do it so. and if you act now we'll give you this completely free gift that we're gonna make up by then we go to the mail i don't know some yeah. ridiculous thing but 
So, uh, well, Kyle, welcome. I would like the football phone with that, please. Yeah. Oh, who doesn't want that? But, uh, Kyle, thank you for joining us. I apologize in advance. This, whatever experience you thought this would be, it's nowhere near that cool. (laughs) So, and and again, I've gotten some people messaging me wanting to know if I have any uh, Nasonex or anything. My nose is annoying to me as well as it is to you. So if you hear me sniffling, I apologize. It's because I've spent a lot of time crying in the last couple of months. So um, <clears throat> because Joel comes to North Carolina and doesn't tell me when he's here. But, I'm uh, sorry. That's another story for another. Mike, well, I, just, I wanted to, to apologize ahead of time for putting those nudes of you out on the world. I'm sorry, Mike. That was you. That was. Oh no, that was Kyle. Oh, that was me. God, so many people have them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how many people can you there- say please? Are there, are there new nudes? Well, I mean, yeah, I have the old portfolio. Yeah, that stuff is just really the, I mean, you know, what you used to make fun of me. Right. <laughs> oh, and, look, and, it and stopped growing when he was 12. Listen, you know, I went to North Carolina on a whim. I went uh, to a place where they take your money in hopes of keeping it. And uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a thing called a casino. And apparently all you do is you walk through the door. There's a big guy there. You just hand over your money and you can walk right back out. It's a like an express lane. Mm. You don't have to do anything else. They process <laughs> They process your way into debt. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. That's Joel, I, I have yeah. only one word for you. Sucker. Okay. Oh, damn. Yeah. Now, to be, fired? to be fair, we, we walked in with a certain amount of money. And and Margot and I, you know, kind of split that money, and then I was up five hundred dollars, and she was down a substantial amount more. So uh, by the end of the day, we were still negative a little bit, but we had a lot of fun, and we ate at the giant ass buffet, and it was it was fun. It was a in good case, time. In case anybody was wondering where that Patreon money goes, right. now you know. Oh, my gambling habit. <laughs> he took an Uber X all the way up there. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I think that I think that's the third time I've been to a casino in my life, and uh, and it's it's always a fun experience. I'll tell you what, just you could go there and people watch because there are some of the like you think Walmart is a thing. This is like the cream off of the Walmart crop. Huh. Oh, you have no idea. This in upstate New York, where I'm from. Even as I say loathingly, um, there is a place that is about 30 minutes outside of it. It's called the Turning Stone Casino. And it's actually kind of a big deal as far as, you know, uh, sort of reservation casinos go, I guess. It's uh, it's one of the bigger ones and they've got all kinds of people to go. There. But it is it is a pool of sadness. I mean, it's just all of the tears of that area run into this place and just going up there for any period of time is just just a collection of crying misfits. I mean, it's just the the worst of humanity gathered all into one place, all at the same time. So, it's, hey, uh, but there's free drinks. So, no, not that anymore. Mm-mm. No, you're no, not getting not comped at the five dollar bingo table, like right? That's, yeah, that's not. <laughs> yeah, there's no high rollers. Um, you know, I'm sure there are. So, I apologize to the seven of you that have money in that area, but uh, you know, the rest of you, uh, you know what I'm talking about. But at any rate, so. Uh, <laughs> Izzy, uh, we know that Joel's been been uh, foolishly squandering our uh, Patreon money and my friendship. So, uh, what have you been up to uh, since we last spoke? Um, 
None of those things. Um, just uh, mostly working, you know, getting things set up at the studio, trying to get everything rocking on the production side and uh, planning out a bunch of video content and hanging out with Kyle. That's, that's been, uh, Still yeah. no before uh, or after video of the shop, though, you prick. I can't even get one request filled. <sighs> yeah, well, you know, I'd have to like you if you want to do that. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, um, but, well, I uh, sent Kyle, Kyle up there to... Do that thing he does, and uh, maybe he's not good at doing it. So I'm doing it right now. <laughs> oh yeah, no wonder you're quiet. Oh baby, oh baby. Um, no, but it's been fun. It's been fun. Uh, you know, this is kind of a very quiet country town. So um, you know, other than during the work hours, there's nobody around. So it's been kind of fun having company, and um, you know, we were actually went into talking to people with teeth. Yes, we went into Traverse City. You have no idea. We went into Traverse City uh, over the weekend and did a little looking around and found a cute little um, antique store and we went and saw a movie. And um, yeah, we had a mandate. Oh God, please don't say that. Oh no, that's gonna oh, that's yeah. gonna be repeated at least ten times. When can, I can we make that the the title of the uh, podcast, please? Um. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> great. In case Let's you guys see. are wondering, yes, Add there was a show Tom. note. <laughs> no, there wasn't. <laughs> but anyway, you know, Kyle's Kyle's been up here kicking butt and helping out a lot. And um, Kyle, what what kind of stuff do you do on your channels? I'd like to give you a chance to talk about that a little bit. Oh yeah, build that subscriber count. Heck yeah, <laughs> at least one and a half. At least one more subscriber. Yeah. Well, then I'll be up to three hundred and fifty or something. So. Nice, nice. <laughs> We're hitting the rest of levels here. Killing it. <laughs> um, most of the stuff I do is uh, upcycled and reclaimed. So usually I'll drive around Chicago where I live and find cool shit in the trash or. In dumpsters or, you know, scrap steel, whatever I can find. Um, sometimes really cool stuff, you know, even thrift store shopping um, and kind of assemble things, put things together, make some cool functional art and furniture. Yeah. yeah so, guys, when you get a chance, check them out. Um, you want to plug your channel so people know where to find you? Yeah, everything's under Chasen Makes, uh, C-H-A-S-E-N. That's my middle name, Kyle Chasen. So, YouTube, Instagram? Yep. Uh, I don't really do Twitter anymore because... You know, I'm Twitter. on the cusp of millennialism because it's dying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, what, I mean, what, what part of Chicago do you live at? Uh, north side, so probably halfway between Evanston and Chicago downtown. Oh, nice. Yeah, I uh, I grew up around Lombard with my grandparents living there. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good town. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, Great food. Good talk. Great food. Yeah, I drove by Chicago a couple of times. You know, I've, pizza, man. I've seen it on Google yeah. Maps, and uh, it looks just warm enough twice a year to go visit. So, <laughs> it's probably a no for me. But yeah, um, <laughs> so, surprisingly enough, he's not he's not offended by the weather up here, which is kind of no. Nice. He's like, oh Jesus, it's balmy out here. Gosh. <laughs> so it's mostly like Chicago weather up in Kalkaska. So. I, I have not been able to talk him into just t-shirts all the time, but you know that's. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one that does staying that. In the, staying in the thunder pouch the whole time, huh? You can't get him to put a t-shirt on? <laughs> just just t-shirts. He just, just t-shirts. No just bottoms. T-shirts. Just no t-shirts. Bottoms. Just the banana hammock. Isn't that, isn't that the way The mankini. <laughs> Takes wood shop to a whole different level. Oh, doesn't it? <laughs> Careful where you use that chisel. <laughs> oh, he's taught me how to sharpen it. Oh, the chisel. The chisel. The chisel, yeah. The, the, the chisel. Me? Oh. I, you know what? I... 
Well, this was a great podcast, guys. Kyle um, and I should never be in the same room at the same time. No, definitely not. We might actually do gay things. <laughs> Garen fucking the team. ship is eventually going to turn into full-on gay porn. <laughs> it's just going to be... <laughs> You're going to hear someone shout out and be like, bring the baby rhino. God damn it. Like, it's going to be. Petting suits, Swan Dive Studios. Can we, go back to, can we go back to talking about the business of making? <laughs> when were we ever talking about that? Actually, I want to, uh, speaking of your mandate. Um, oh, mandate. Ooh, as the volume drops just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the uh, I went and saw a movie this weekend. Um, you may have heard of it called Black Panther. Um, Joel is the only one not sitting on someone's lap and also... Um, I, I would tell you, Joel has been working these last two weeks his, his, his butt off because we're moving the shop. So we've been we've been doing everything in the world, and which I haven't been online. I haven't seen any of your funny witticisms. I haven't been able to critique you and your various mankinis. Hmm. I I feel I feel left out of the loop. Wait, hold on, quiet. If you listen, you can hear the smallest violin <laughs> <laughs> playing the somber song for Joel. <clears throat> but um. Yeah, so if you have a chance, Joel, you should see Black Panther. Well, give me a month and I'll I'll be like not backlogged. Oh, is that is that? There's a fiber joke in there somewhere. <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, no, the movie's fantastic. But and uh, we're not gonna spoil the movie for anybody because oh, I am so gonna spoil the movie. But Captain America dies in it. No, I'm like, he's not in it. He is in it. He's not in it. Superman dies again. Yeah. With his mustache. With his mustache on. But, um, yeah, so uh, Captain America's not in it. No one dies. Everyone lives. Everyone dies and everyone lives. It's all whatever you're into. But, uh, but yeah, great movie. But there was a couple of things about the movie that – because, you know, I can't just ever enjoy myself. My mind has to move a thousand miles an hour because I host a podcast that 19 people listen to and need content. So um, it, one of the things that um, I kind of took when I – there's something that happens, you know, when you're looking at – and I know it's a fake place. Wakanda doesn't exist. But the African culture and, and sort of all those things that they pull from, um, you know, they're very real, not only in those parts of the world, but places where people are, you know, typically tribal and, you know – live more of a um i don't even know what you would call that you know kind of a, a sparser existence or um even even more modernized but you know the 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 process of sort of ritual and sort of these coming of age rituals and, and, and sort of um you know just the, those things i mean i i, I just kind of remember thinking like there's these sort of coming of age things or processes or rituals that, that places like these tribes have that our culture just doesn't anymore. Um, I don't know if it ever did, but I mean, for myself personally, like, um, and, and this is probably true for a lot of people that make things, but it is, you know, for me, it was at some point in my life, I was going to work for my father, right? So that was going to be the, you know, that was, that was kind of my thing is, you know, that, that was my coming of age, um, you know, sort of process or ritual, if you will, because I have, you know, my old man, we, he, you know, he'd, hey, pick up this bundle of shingles, do this, do that. And then it turns into, okay, now, you know, go do this, go that. So you, you have the sort of growing experience, um, you know, as far as I was concerned, where it, it not necessarily sort of a, you know, a ritualistic thing, but 
you had this, you know, this, this, in my case, very literally father figure who was going to show you these are the things that are expected of you as an adult, as a man, as a, you know, blah, 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 blah. So, um, and, and I, you know, got to thinking about just, I mean, the way we are today, sort of as a society and as a whole, those things don't really exist. Those rites of passage, um, they're just not part of who we are anymore. You know, they, we don't have those sort of rituals or, you know, when you get to be a certain age, you do this to move on to the next thing. And, and you know, we just kind of, you know, we're just kind of babies for our whole life at this point. You know what I mean? It's, it, maybe it's one of the reasons that people in our society have a hard time growing up and taking on responsibilities. And, you know, people live with their parents until they're, you know, 30 now. And it's just, there aren't any of these kind of, okay, you know, at this point you're this, and this is what establishes that. I think that fabric is kind of unwound a little bit and just sort of had that thought as I was watching some of these things, you know, completely made up rituals that take place in this comic book world. <laughs> so, but, um, so yeah, that was just, I kind of had a thought and I wasn't, you know, for myself, like I say, working uh, alongside my father, you know, to some extent, I mean, that was sort of mine. I was wondering if you guys had any similar experiences or, you know, if you think I'm right or wrong, that you know, we really don't have these things anymore or do we? And I just don't know what they are. Just, uh, Sort of that was sort of my my idea, kind of. Yeah, I think I disagree with you a little bit because it, well, at least at least for me, I you know I worked in my parents' restaurant, and I worked for free when I was young. I mean, I started working when I was twelve, and that was every Saturday Against morning washing law. dishes. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, actually, it's funny enough, it's not because family doesn't have those requirements. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, you know the, I don't know. I think it's different. I think. I think there are family rituals. I think there are things that happen, you know, it may not be your first, you know, kill, uh, but it could be something as simple as getting your driver's license and celebrating that or, or, you know, going to college or early on when you go and put your kid in T-ball or, you know, there are enough rituals that are shared by, you know, at least groups of people, maybe not the entire society. Um, you know, if you're Jewish, you have bar mitzvahs, you know, there are some things that are definitely newer. There are some things that are older. There are some things that are ancient, you know, communion, those things. Um, I think, I think there are, I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as, you know, tribal as I expect that stuff to be in a movie. Um, but I think, I think it holds the same thing. There are lots of you know, even a wedding is, is something that two people do, but it's, you know, shared by a community of people that come together to celebrate it. So it's, I mean, I would, I would certainly say that's a tribal event. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think there are, I think there are coming of age, you know, uh, uh, things that happen throughout, you know, the, the, whatever Americana you live in, because, there are a lot of different cultures that come through here, um, but it's. I think. I think there are a lot of things that are shared. I think you know when you get your first bank account, when you get your first bike, when you have your first crush. You know, there are all those things that 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 are a lot of times shared and celebrated uh, experiences. Uh, I think you guys are talking about two different things. Um, that's just life experiences, Joel. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not a family tradition. That's not something that, um, you know, you have this, 
coming of age thing that, you know, where we have these, you know, whether it's climbing to the top of a mountain and drinking from a certain water or having your body pierced in weird ways or, or anything like that. I mean, that's just, that's just the experience of life. I mean, those are things that all people go through in, in, in whatever various forms their culture, um, you know, dictates they do. Um, but I think, I, I, I feel like it's two different things, you know, um, I, I don't maybe, know. Maybe that. the term, maybe the term I'm looking for is more um, sort of like heritage. I don't Tradition. Know if that's, if that's yeah, if that's really the right way of saying it, it's just um, I don't know. It, maybe it's because you know we are sort of a this is a country of I mean all immigrants for the most part. Yeah, it's um, a melting pot. Yeah, and and you know there isn't everybody sort of comes from a different place, so there isn't any you know real sort of deep roots. I mean, my father um, this. About two or three years ago, he went to see sort of our ancestral home over in Ireland. Um, you know, we still have family there, and they're you know kind of fascinated by all of us. But the, I mean, the foundation of the house that he stayed in is over three hundred years old. That's older than our country. <laughs> you yeah. know, what I mean, it's like they they poured the foundation of this house before like the Magna Carta. It's like you know, you, you just that that type of stuff is always fascinating to me because you know they they have like these sort of deep you know, really celebrated rituals and histories and, and things like that. And it, it maybe, you know, and again, this is one of the reasons I talk about it because, I, you know, maybe it's, like I said, something I missed. I don't think Joel's wrong when he says that, you know, some of those things that they're sort of societal norms are to some extent, you know, rites of passage. But I don't necessarily think those things are celebrated in that way. Um, you know, even... Uh, getting married that's I mean, some of those things are expectations you know you're supposed to do these things to you because it's what society tells you type of deal but um it just seems like in in other cultures they have these points of when you get to be this you do this and it makes you that type of thing you know what i mean like that's we don't have any real kind of hard delineation of that it's you know we you hit this point and go you know what i mean type of thing um for me i mean i have daughters so like there's none of that sort of passing on, you know, the male ritual stuff. You know what I mean? So that's so in my household, some of that stuff is lost just because of that anyway. But yeah, I mean, I think what you're saying makes sense, and maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm convoluting or convoluting. Maybe I'm diluting it a little bit too much. But I think like you know, if you're in a culture where um, you know you're you're they have a right of passage to becoming a man, you know, and where we don't have that here. You know, it's like, okay, on your 17th birthday, you're going to do this thing. And if you accomplish it, you're now treated like a man. We don't have anything like that. There's nothing here that delineates that the, the childhood to the manhood or, or you know, uh, childhood mm -hmm. to womanhood. There's nothing here that delineates that. We don't have any real thing. That's well, there like, are in different religions, though. You know, like even in certain societies, like young girls go through like those balls when they, you know, turn like 16 and now they're like... Uh, women, what is that? What is that thing called? Um, Catholic? No, no, no. Like <laughs> so, upper crust women, they go through like the coming out. Cotillion, you know. Cotillions. Cotillions yeah, would be. Yeah, but but there's also there's also an event in in Mexican culture, and I can't. Why can't I remember it? Where the girls all get the dress and they do the thing. I can't remember what that's called. Mm -hmm. um, but there are culture. I don't think anyone. I don't like the, the best that I can think of is a, a often used uh, uh, rite of passage 
is when you're a hunter and your father's a hunter and his father's a hunter and things like that. Oftentimes, your first kill, you drink the blood of that particular animal. Oh, or sweet eat, Jesus. Eat Please tell me that's yeah, only that's, something they do in movies. No, no, no it's, it's not yeah. an uncommon thing. Or to, or to eat a piece of the heart, yes. That's right. very common. Yeah. So, so that's that's kind of a rite to passage in a in a kind of arcane way, and then, but you know, there's, yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of, and and usually it's not a a country. Usually it's a it's a it's a culture mm-hmm. within a country that has that particular thing. Obviously, uh, Jewish folks have bar mitzvah for for men, uh, and that is a literal passage from man from boy to man. Um, and, but those aren't, those aren't shared cultures that I had. I wasn't Jewish growing up and I was losing. You missed out on the bris. Right. <laughs> so, so, uh, so who agreed so, to that shit? Right. So, <laughs> so in growing up as a, as a Lutheran, we had communion, which, you know, we, we had to study for, and that was kind of a rite to passage, at least in that culture. Um, where you are then able to do the things within the church as a, you know, basically a full member. Um, you know, there's, there's other things. I don't think it's, I don't know. I didn't see the movie. I don't know how dramatic these, these. Not very. It's actually very sort of, yeah, this is just a subtle kind of thought that I just, I just get to thinking about sort of these cultural things. And that's. And your point is very well taken. I mean, it's, you know, these, these may be in our country, maybe it's just, there's such a delusion of, not delusion, but a dilution of, um, you know, culture that, you know, everybody is so varied and different and from, you know, such varied backgrounds that we just don't have sort of a, uh, you know, the, the, those things, they don't intersect at any point. There's no weaving, you know what I mean? So, right. um, that, that, that very well, but I, but I also think that just, and I don't, you know, I'm not one of these guys that goes with kids these days. You know, I don't like the, because you know, every every generation's been better than the last one. Um, and, and every generation thinks the generation coming up is worse. <laughs> it's just it's right. been, a, been a thing of time. But well, um, but I just know. don't, like, there's just, it, it seems like there's, some of that is kind of missing to some extent. You know, it's just, there's, there's something that either I don't notice it or, you know, I, I I don't see to my own children or whatever the case may be, but it's just I don't I don't see sort of this. Hey, this is the this is this is how you know you've come of age type of thing. You know what I mean? So it's just um, yeah. Well, I, can, I don't know what I that mean, thing I, would be. I'm not I'm not smart enough to really figure that out. So I can tell you where my when my when where my rite of passage was where you know I went from boy to manhood, and it was the summer of 1987 back at Pete Marhoffer's farm when Lisa whipped out the twins, and I saw him for the first time. That was. My, my <laughs> under the tree, right? Under the tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was mine. But um, no, I mean, that makes sense. And, you know, we're, we each, all of us, especially in this community, because like, like the world, our, our community of makers is a melting pot of different cultures, different belief systems, and different everything. I think that because each of us in particular really don't necessarily understand or, or live that culture or that uh, that belief system, you can kind of those kind of things can kind of be obfuscated where you just don't really know what's going on. But I can tell you from my, my personal um, thing, we don't have anything like that in our family. I mean, most of us at some point have worked for, you know, family, father, uncles, you know, whatever. Um, And, but I don't, we don't have any like, Hey, you know, this is, 
a, this some kind of ritualistic, you know, pass rite of passage. There's nothing like that. I mean, it's just my 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 ritualistic rite of passage into the world of sex was my dad standing across the room throwing a giant box of condoms at me, going, "Don't get anybody pregnant," you know. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's good advice, by the way. Yeah. You know, that was, you know, so these are the kind of things, I mean, and, and it's different for everybody. I mean, that's not everybody's experience, but that was mine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you got, I don't know. It's interesting. I think we, I got, I really enjoyed that movie in, in some aspects because of the certain things that you're talking about right now, where they have this certain things that are, you know, this is our tradition and we don't, we don't break our tradition. This is what mm-hmm. we do. Um, yeah, and there's and, just culturally things that are meaningful just because they're meaningful. Like right. they've just made the decision as a society that these things are going to matter, you know, and that's mm. above all else. Like this is, you know, even even if I'm conflicted by it, this is the way that, you know, as a society we're going to perform. And, you know, I, I see sort of a lack of that. I mean, it just um, – I see, and it's funny too because I, I say that, but at the same time, like I notice that – you know, there are certain lines that are being drawn in the sand by our society that, you know, they say, um, you know, we won't tolerate this behavior anymore. You know, take the, you know, the gay people, for instance, gay people, you know, can get married now. Right. So the, the equal rights under the law, just because at some point society has said, hey, we're, we're just not going to tolerate these things anymore. You're you're going to treat these folks just like they're folks. You know, they're, they're people like you and I. They deserve the same rights. Um you know, you, you're starting to see more of that sort of activism. But, uh, you know, so I don't necessarily, you know, I think there are cultural things that we're just saying, hey, we, we've we've tolerated these behaviors for too long. Um, but, yeah, just the, the funny part is, is I don't know that, you know, the maker community probably this doesn't make a lot of sense to most of those people because almost everybody I know that's a part of this community. And this is, you know, obviously this is a broad brush, but pretty much everybody, um, you know, they, they've had this tradition or what they do passed down from somebody. You know what I mean? It's very rare that somebody just wakes up and goes, uh, oh, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm a welder today or I'm a, you know, carpenter or I'm a, what? there's always somebody who's sort of the, the gateway drug, you know, that, you know, dad had a table saw or he built things or, you know, mom did this or I had an uncle who did that or, you know, so most people have that, that thing. So, you know, that the, the rite of passage is basically just, you know, there, there may not necessarily be a specific ritual, but there's somebody there that already did this. I want to point um, out that yeah. you just used the term gateway drug into making, and I, I love that because it is it, it is easily a very addicting thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, well, it is. I mean, it's, you know, somebody, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, when you grow up, um, you know, again, particularly when you have a, you know, someone that you, you consider a hero, you know, again, you know, a father figure or a father or, or somebody like that in your life that, you know, you idolize to some extent when they do things, you know, they make things with their hands. They, they, you know, create things that weren't there that, you know, whatever they, they tell funny jokes, you know, they, they, they like to, they're the center of attention and you sort of see that. And then you, you start to idolize that behavior. You want to emulate that behavior, you know? So, um, in, you know, in our community, somebody like that is a gateway drug. You see this person who, you know, they, they, they look like they like they're magical. They have, you know, they're almost like they're tapped into some some level of wonder that you just want to be a part of. And then you look at them and you're like, you know, wow, I, I want to do that. You know, look, look how special that looks. My hero can do, you know, this, that or the other thing. And it's, you know, so, I mean, to some extent, you know, in our community, I think that there's probably some level of at least tradition, if not, you know, sort of a, a cultural thing that kind of gets you into doing this. 
Um, but yeah, just like I said, there's just I, I was very taken by the movie and just sort of you know that that was. And, and the, you know, I've watched some of the stuff with the director, and he's tried to pull a lot from sort of African cultures and, and you know tribal cultures and things like that. And it's just these these symbols are very powerful to these people; they're very meaningful. And um, you know, I don't think that we have something similar, particularly in our you know in Western culture. I just don't I don't see it. I don't know that it would even be well received. Um, you know, I mean, it's Chinese you know cultures, Japanese cultures; they have these things. You know that they go back thousands of years, and they're just important because they've decided they are. You know, and it's just there's not a lot of that here. So, mm-hmm. well, there are in micro areas. You know, people within their own communities, for instance, you know, people in uh, more ethnic communities. You know, they go through these big rituals. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes they're on display. Like in Chicago, we have a lot of um, a, Jew- a large Jewish population up by where <laughs> I live, and yeah, I mean, you can see it. It's almost like a parade of people. Um, on these certain days, you know, of celebration and ritual. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to the Chinatown areas, you'll see certain holidays, it's, you know, it's all the boys lined up and they're doing some, you know, coming of age ritual. So we do have it. I mean, the American cultures, so many different things were big chunky stew, you know, so I, I don't think you said it's chunky <laughs> stew. That's uh, Izzy's nickname, by the way. <laughs> it is after tonight. Hashtag Chunky Stew. Oh, man. Kyle, you're going to need to go home soon. (laughs) So so can I divert this? Because this touches on one of my my weird um, parental um, peeves, pet peeves. And and it happens a lot of times for people that don't have kids or that don't or are brand new at being parents. But it's... It's oftentimes where the thought is it's these big events that shape your children or are super important to children. <clears throat> and the the end result is, or at least for me, and I think it's a lot of these things, I can remember really key moments about development of, of understanding, you know, morals and in the importance of of family and the importance of friends and all those things and they have nothing to do with these big hollywood moments that people Amen. think they do it's the little small things but it's it's a constant stream of them and you never know which is the one that's going to catch but it's it's these constant like when you're going to be a dad you're a dad 24 7 and Every single thing you do is going to make an impression and it's going to shape someone, uh, you know, how they see the world. If you now there's ifs and buts in there all over because people are their own selves. But I would tell you that you have the chance just by living a decent life to raise a decent person. And so when, when you start saying, like, you know, these rituals and things like that, like, and that's fine. Those are great things. And I think communions and bar mitzvahs and all those things that, that are those are at least our moments of, of things like that. Um, but it's, 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 it's the little moments, <clears throat> the little teachable moments that allow us to to make really good little humans. And that's, like and that's, 
I, I honestly, I, I, it's one of my big pet peeves when, you know, either a new parent or something's like, oh yeah, we're going to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, man, it's not, it's not really the destination that matters. It's how you get there. And they're going to be watching you every step. Hmm. And it, it, it doesn't, it, you don't get to turn off learning. You know, you can't pick and choose. There's no commercial breaks. There's no redos. There's no cuts. It's just always on. And so that's, you know, it's, it's, I guess, I guess when you, when you brought that up, it kind of, it kind of hit on one of my, I guess, pet peeves Mm. of, of that, of that line of thinking, at least. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's it. And, you know, to, 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 to go the even in a weirder direction. I mean, when I was, um, the other thing too, is as a parent, um, you can fail pretty badly and still end up with pretty good kids. <laughs> so, I'm a, oh yeah, um, I'm a prime example of that. By the well, way, well, and I was going to say, as evidenced <laughs> by uh, myself and, and my brother and sister, I mean, I was my parents divorced when I was very young, and and um, you know, I, I I talk about my parents in very glowing terms, sort of at this age, um, just because you know that that's. That's who they are to me now. But, you know, growing up as a child, I mean, my, you know, I lived in a, I lived in a, sh- just an absolute shit show of a, a you know, a household. It was just, um, you know, abusive and just, you know, single mother working all the jobs in the world, you know, just, um, you know, father wasn't around a lot as a child, just, you know, just, just all these, I mean, he was there for the important moments and, and, um, you know, I don't like to batter them up too much, but, you know, I've had to do a lot of forgiveness, you know, and that's, um, it's taken a long time to get to the point where I, you know, first of all, thought of them as being normal, um, you know, not monsters. And then, um, you know, where I could actually let go of all that anger and just say, Hey, you know, these are, they were just people doing the best they could, you know, with what they had, whatever that was, you know? So, um, and then, you know, when you have kids of your own, you're like, Holy shit, where's the instructions? You know, (laughs) none of this makes sense. So, um, you know, not, but you also run out of the ability to make excuses for your parents once you have your own children, which is actually very cathartic because you get to process a lot of anger all at one time. So, thank you to my oldest daughter for that. <laughs> so, but, um, but yes, I mean, just uh, you know, you being a good parent, you know, you you can still end up with good children even not doing a great job. Um, you know, it, it may cost them ten years of therapy and several hundred thousand dollars to get there. But I mean, it's uh, you know. That's one thing that I will say about my father, and he'll never hear the show, um, so I'll probably just say this more for me. But um, one of the, you know, my father, he used to come to my football games, and you know, he used to he used to march around proud when he had to. Um, but one of the things that he was always really good at, and it's something I hope I I do as a parent, is he. He never cast a big shadow, you know, and he was never, he was never afraid to, to let me have my own light. If that makes sense. I don't know yeah. if it does or not, but it does. Yeah, he, he, he didn't, you know, he didn't have to keep me down, you know, and that, that was, that was something that, um, you know, it was very, when I, when I look back, that was, that's probably one of the things that's made me more who I am today than anybody. You know, so, um, 
so yeah, so I've always been very thankful for that. And that's one sort of thing that I hope that as a parent, I do more for my kids than anything, you know, it's just, uh, kind of get out of the way and let them, you know, let them shine themselves because that was something that it was one of the gifts he gave to me, you know, as a child. So, well, the more I'm a parent, the more I know that the things I do matter, the things I teach matter, the things that I do to interact with my children matter. But as they develop their own personalities, Tori's now 17 and a half, almost 18, you know, what I do now for an 18 year old is almost meaningless. She is now her own person. She is, she's long since stopped worrying about, you know, whatever it is that I'm trying to teach her. Um, you know, and she's, she's her own thing. You know, she's, interning she's going to college she's still senior you know she's doing all these things all these things that i never would have done as a kid Mm -hmm. you know she's her own little bean and and i've got a i've got seven year old so it's a you know but he's you know he'll hang on every word you know and we'll talk about things and we'll you know do those things and he's fantastically mechanically active and imaginative it was just fantastic. Um, and, she, you know, it's just, it's, there's a certain point where you go, as a parent, I've done the best I can, or I've done a reasonable job, or I feel I'm okay with what I did. And then they just, they are who they are mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And there's very little, you know, it's, it's, I would say at best, you have probably early in the beginning, maybe a 50% influence on how things go but they still have a personality but by the time they're 18 years old it's like you know either you know better or you don't you know mm-hmm. at this point like you've 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 done you've watered the plant the, t- the plant's now a tree and adding a you know a little bucket of water here and there isn't going to do anything you know it just it's just there's there's well, a certain thing that you know they'll have to come to you and say, listen, Dad, I need some advice because I'm stuck. So, well, and there is a there is a point with children, and I've, I've noticed this, being that I have, you know, my daughters are kind of spaced out. They're not, you know, it's not 10 years apart. But um, one of the things about my kids that I've noticed is there comes an age, and I don't know what that is. It's probably different for everybody, uh, where they stop listening. So telling them what to do isn't enough, but they still watch. So, you know, being an example and leading by example is still kind of, you know, they, they still pay attention to that because they notice it when you don't do it. And my oh, yeah. oldest calls me out when I don't do it. You know, so like if, if I'm being hypocritical or being a dick, she's the first to say so. I mean, she's, you know, she doesn't call me a dick because I'll beat the shit out of her. But she's, you know, um, she will, you know, call me right to the carpet and be like, hey, you know, you're that's mean. You shouldn't talk like that or that's disrespectful or you're being rude or, you know, whatever. So, um, and, but she's not listening anymore. She's, she's still looking though, you know, and it's, Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's exactly what I said. It's, it's the little things, it's your actions, it's what you do. It's not so much the, the grand ideas you think you should be teaching. Um, you know, those are, those are all good and fine and dandy and you could certainly do the best you can with that. Um, but the rest of the stuff, it's, it's not like the, it's not like the camera ever goes off. You're always live on air. Mm. 
and and it's it's i can remember things like you know my dad we moved into we went from cincinnati to wisconsin and and the house we went in the, the as they were opening the restaurant i noticed that the cable was still left on and my dad said he's like is that cable and i'm like yeah isn't that awesome i'm like it's free cable and he's like yeah we need to call them we can't <laughs> we can't have you know they didn't turn it off it's their bad i'm like yeah but they didn't you know i'm like 12 13 at the time i'm like yeah but they, it's their fault you know you're just you know and he's like he's like yeah but that's not how we do it he says you know and it's just that's like a little story like i can my, think my of mother used things. to send me up on the pole with the hard hat to change out the filter so we'd get free cable <laughs> <laughs> because we couldn't afford it otherwise so what are you guys even talking about what is this ancient technology right <laughs> how, how old are you again 32 oh yeah well you're not that bad shame so, on you for even calling us out right <laughs> I just I just turned forty one and I feel ancient. I'm actually in my forties now. See, I just I I just turned February thirteenth. I turned uh, forty three. Which, um, if you guys want to get me anything, feel free to donate that through our Patreon, so Joel can get it and use it to shame some of our other podcast friends. Which right. is the greatest gift that you can give me, by the way. Um, but yeah, and I don't I actually don't feel ancient, oddly enough. Um, it's funny because I've had, yeah. You know, I guess we'll make the show about my father, even though we're going to call it Mandate, which hopefully no one pays much attention to that. But um, the my old man, you know, I asked him because he's you know, he's in his sixties now, and you know he's getting he's his social security checks have started coming, and you know I asked him, I'm like, you know, at what point do you feel old, you know? Because I'm in my office now, I'm one of the older guys in there. I'm not the old guy in the office, but I'm getting pretty close and. I don't feel old. I don't feel different than, you know, I did when I was, I mean, even in my 20s. I still laugh at the word duty. I mean, like, I just. Um, said duty. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, there's <laughs> all of the stupid childish thoughts, like, that that kept me going and through my teens are still there. I mean, it's, um. so, yeah, I mean, I just don't know, you know, the guys I work with that are younger, they probably look at me like an old guy, Um you know, there's a guy in my office who's six or seven years older than me, and he is the old guy. I mean, you know, we break his balls about it, and it's, I mean, six years is nothing. I mean, I, you know, I could sleep for six years. I mean, Jesus. So it, I just, I asked my father, I was like, you know, when do you feel like the old guy? He's like, I don't, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. I'm like, Jesus, you're old. <laughs> you know, you're going to be, you're going to be 70 soon. None of those teeth are yours. You know, <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Um, and he's like, yeah, I don't. He goes, yeah, I mean, he goes, I, I move a little slower. He said, you know, I, I but he said, I don't, uh, I just don't feel like an old guy. You know, I just, he says, I'm, I'm sure it'll happen at some point, but I just don't, you know, and I'm just like, good, thank God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I'm not sure when it's going to hit me, but I hope it doesn't. So, um, but, uh, anyway, Izzy, did we lose you? <laughs> no, no, I'm still here. I'm listening oh. to you guys. I, uh, when do you we guys, get to the butt stuff, or was that the beginning? <laughs> oh, we, yeah, butt stuff's long over. Thank you very much. When right. we, yeah, that's the that's the before the show show. We already washed our hands. <laughs> Why was that a ritual for you? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's soon becoming a, a Swan Dive moment. Studios ritual. 
No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Wait till that rumor starts. <laughs> oh, hey, did you hear what you have to do to visit Michigan? Fun <laughs> <laughs> <Hot> stuff. <laughs> only, only if Kyle's here. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. Well, Izzy, yeah, we're, we're excited that you came out of the closet. We appreciate that. Uh, oh, hey. Um, you, you slipped up. You, you meant to say Kyle, not Izzy. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I am still well in the closet. You're just exploring. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, well. It's funny because we were sitting around this weekend with my kids and just kind of you know having fun and, and being stupid because you know again I'm still a child and um, my oldest daughter has a boyfriend and you know at some point I'm sure I'll end up murdering him and hiding the body but uh, you know like we were I was asking my two youngest daughters I was like you know so who's your boyfriends you know and they're eleven and twelve and. And they're like, well, you know, blah, 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 I don't have one. And so I was like, well, you know, who's your girlfriend? You know, and they just, they're like, well, I don't have one of those either. I'm like, and then my youngest looks at my middle daughter. And she goes, come on, you can tell him. <laughs> and tell me <laughs> <No>. what? <laughs> and she just says kind of kiddingly, well, you know, she's gay. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I was like, well, who's your girlfriend? And she's like, I'm not gay. I'm like, oh, I don't care if you are. Like, you know, <laughs> go ahead. And she's like, but I'm not. I'm like, well, it's okay if you are. Like, I'm. And then I'm just, we're going back and forth for like ten minutes having this conversation and <laughs> sitting there with my kids and I'm like Jesus I'm really a child this is so yeah I, I actually I look forward to the moment when coming out is just not a thing anymore like you know at some point we will just kind of be accepting of people for who they are and we can get on to dealing with real issues and problems that actually yeah. exist and plague our society so well the the quicker we get there the better but yeah. Because I'll be, I, listen, who you sleep with is the least interesting thing about you. It's actually, I mean, who you don't well, sleep with. To, be, me, to right. be fair, if it's somebody like Cindy Crawford or Jessica Biel or something like that, like, that would be of interest. Like, I could eh. see that being, yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, there's a girl unless, for you. Unless Jessica Biel or Cindy Crawford is sleeping with me, I don't care. Well, that's what he's saying is, that, you know, now here, my friend, uh, my, my good buddy, Todd, who I haven't saw in 10 years, which is the right amount, if you know, Todd, um, he, he once told me we were out somewhere and there was a, just a, one of maybe the hottest women you've ever seen in your life, like it, sitting right next to us. And I looked over at her and I was like, God dang, that she is freaking beautiful. And he goes, yeah, he says, but, uh, somebody somewhere right now is tired of her shit. <laughs> Amen. And I was like, well, that kind of puts it in perspective, I guess. <laughs> so, because no one, you know, just don't think that way, you know, otherwise. So it's, um, so yeah, so I mean, who you're sleeping with, even if it is Cindy Crawford, is, you know, probably, it's just, it's the least interesting thing about most people. So it's uh, moving on. <laughs> so, but uh, Kyle, do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. All right, I got one little piece of trivia for you guys, but you're going to have to guess it, all right? All right. All right, so well, how many times do you think... Does this sound like think... rape or no? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, let me get the zipper. <laughs> oh, God. All right, how many times do you guys think Izzy has shopped for himself at a grocery store his entire life? Three. Oh, I... I know that I've heard him do it at least once because he bought like two carrots and 72 bottles of ritzy water. Uh, twice? It's pretty close. 
I said three only because I think he's actually said that before. No, I'm up to six. Six? Yep, Kyle yeah. and I went. Kyle and I had to get some groceries because Kyle's here, so we went to the grocery store and Kyle got salad and I got protein yep. drinks and cheese sticks. <laughs> Did he make you a beet stew? <laughs> <laughs> He's been eating. This guy eats more salad than any rabbit I've ever met. He was looking for my fluffy tail earlier. <laughs> yeah, he no, was. No joke. <laughs> Sorry, no, that was a joke. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. I want to be very clear with people who are listening. <laughs> what, you and Kyle have done very few gay things? Hey, it's upper <laughs> Michigan in the winter. It gets lonely yeah, up here. True. It's lonely. too cold to do gay things. You shrivel up like a stack of dimes. We basically live in a warehouse. So many wrinkles. Um, <laughs> listen, the... Uh, I Izzy, we 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 wouldn't bust your balls if we didn't know that you were, you know, only half gay. So it's know. honestly, it's right. it's a, you know, feel feel confident in your confidence, and and we will continue to bust balls. Hey, I drive a Prius. You guys can bust my balls all you want to. He doesn't hurt. My we feet. have. Oh, we have. Yeah, there's. I mean, you know. It's still it's still an amazing thing to come out of a grocery store or get out of the car at the gas station and people just look over and look very confused. I just I th- I'm just I'm excited. No, they, they just think you're the pitcher. <laughs> well, also Izzy didn't know what reusable bags were. He was like, "Just get plastic." I said, "Where are your reusable bags?" He's, "I don't know what that is." Well, to be fair, his impact shopping has been minimal on this earth. Yeah. You know, <laughs> six six times I've His probably gone footprint is almost six thousand times. So so I, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna Yeah, I am responsible for seven children. My carbon impact is huge. <laughs> Just because I personally don't go shopping. Yeah, that's true. But so Kyle, are you are you are you uh, vegetarian? Uh, are you are you taking the Tim Sway route, or, or what's the? Uh, you're just really a fan of salad. Uh, no, I mean we don't really have any cooking facilities here, so it's not like I can make elaborate meals. Uh, I think he's got a hot they have, plate. But they actually I don't know have about a leafy green things that are alive up there in Michigan. <laughs> well, really they're probably imported those. imported from Ecuador. Flash, <laughs> flash, frozen. Did we lose him? I think so. <laughs> that fine Michigan wireless. <laughs> I think I think there was a moose that got in in the way. Oh. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe Kyle stood up off his lap. Well, it looks like we lost uh Izzy and Kyle for the end of the podcast. Fortunately we're at the hour mark, so I guess we can just kind of wrap this thing up. So I feel bad though. I feel like like that which you know, there was a there was a conversation then somebody just like was so drunk they passed out <laughs> and like now you're just like okay well hey. i guess it's time to move on well um izzy uh kyle do you have anything you want to say before we go? <laughs> <laughs> you know what they're, they're quite a bunch those yeah those, those two they apparently is, uh... f- flash froze to death I should I should mix in some kissing sounds <laughs> and be like, oh, I guess we lost them. Well, normal normal podcast would edit all this out, but we're going to keep it because we love you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome welcome to behind the scenes where everybody yeah, gets behind the scenes. The good stuff. Well, well, uh, yes, uh, Chase and Max, feel free to uh, find him on the YouTubes and Instagrams and all that stuff. His his content's pretty interesting. His Instagram feed's sweet. Um, you know where to find Izzy. Joel, is there uh, anything you'd like to promote before we leave? 
no i man i've we've been so buried in moving things and organizing things there's just we're we're done for the promotion side of things right now. Oh wait, I, I think we have them back. Did, did they? Did they? Oh, it was us. Out? It was us that disappeared. It wasn't you. Oh no, we were actually just making fun of you. I was getting ready to uh, edit in some kissing sounds. Oh great, um, that's wonderful. Like you guys were just sitting there making just out. So you know, we were just doing the outro without just you. So you know, yeah, we just said, uh, "Hey, we lost them." Well, so. we had a little internet connection issue. I think. Um, just just so you know, to be fair, Kyle's never allowed back on the show again ever after this after today's show. <laughs> so, <laughs> Did you kick him out? No, no, he's still here. I'm still here. So. Oh. Have you, well, anyway, have you I was just going to ask you if you were, if you were cute. You know, I was just wondering if you were uh, if you were peeing on keto sticks, but I guess that didn't uh, really <laughs> that conversation. I'll have to wait. Yeah, gross. That's <laughs> so, not gross. Uh, it's it's lovely. Uh, but um, all right, well, listen, uh, Kyle, we were just doing your uh, your plugs for you, but uh, feel free again to tell folks where to find. Cool. You. Um, everyone, you guys can find me at Chase and Makes on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, and we, by the way, those, for those of you listening to this, we didn't edit any of this out, so you'll be hearing all of this shit show live and in person. Because um, that's the way we so, roll. Because uh, <laughs> that's just how we do it, damn it. Yeah. But uh, well, good news, good right, news. Joel, you were getting ready to tell the folks where to find oh, you. Oh, I, I, you can you can always look at our interesting things at missingdigitwoodshop.com. Otherwise, uh, go visit uh, Chasen's uh, Instagram. He keeps it quite lively and uh, updated a hell of a lot more than I do on any of my stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Well, all right. All right. Um, all right. All right. Well, I just want to uh, say thank you to everyone who, uh, sorry for this coming out late. There were some unforeseen circumstances behind that. So, you're probably going to get this a day after it's supposed to I was to gambling. So uh, I apologize to all of you who were hoping for this delight to be published sooner, but I'll blame uh, Kyle. I'm sure we'll make it his fault at some point. But feel free to uh, comment, question, hit us up. If you haven't liked, by the way, our Facebook page, um, at Maybe Podcast, uh, we do a lot of updating. Um, if there's ever going to be any show delays or, uh, you know, we need uh, Kickstarter campaigns or whatever the case is, um, you know, money for Joel's uh, trips to the yeah, casino. Money for our uh, private that's jet. Where we, yeah, that's where we publish most of those things. And by we, I mean me. Um, so, and uh, Joel doesn't update our Instagram anymore. So, um, that Facebook I really page, should. I feel bad about that, too. If you had feelings. Um, but, yeah, so there if is a... Yeah, you can the uh, maybe at maybe podcast on Facebook is probably the best place to be lumped in. If you haven't liked that, go find it, like it. If you don't, I didn't like you to begin with anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, yeah, that's where you want to find us. Um, if you have any questions or comments, anything you'd like to tell us, um, send us a message. Um, Instagram, Joel, get to it when he gets to it. You're not important enough for him to prioritize. But if you hit us up on Facebook, we'll check that pretty frequently. Um, we're also on Twitter, which I'm sure we use like there occasionally. Those slights you slid in there. Uh, eh, you know, we just. Call I mean, it they're how completely truthful. No, but they are. You know, little slights. Some things are funny because they're true. That's um, right. But uh, and the website, maybe I've said too much. dot com, uh, always updated with content and good stuff and. Uh, you can listen to the show there if you haven't. Um, we don't have any Google ads or anything running on that. So you don't need any ad blockers. We don't make any money. 
uh, you know, feel free to stop by, check out all those things, and uh, let us know what you think of the show. If you got any ideas for new shows coming up, send them in. We'll laugh at them and do what we want anyway. And uh, but we do appreciate you sending the messages. So. Thank you, everybody. Kyle, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us, um, doing all those things you've been doing to <coughs> Izzy while you're up there. And then, uh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> go get him, Jack so, Rabbit. This could probably turn into a full thing for you, Kyle, because I think there's going to be an opening soon. <laughs> Don't say opening. It's going to get me. <laughs> I can't win, damn it. I can't Maybe win. he said there's, too much. There is. And on that note, Good night, everybody. Good night, folks. Good night, night, night. folks.